Welcome back to Wings on Wings. This is Doug. I am still Brett. This is Tatum. This is Michelle. <laughs> this is DJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we just watched an episode of Wings. It was really bad. It was a really bad, bad episode. And now we're eating wings. What, what, what is this? What is this? Booger snot? <laughs> zombie snot? <laughs> Honey, we broke. Hey, I was close. Zombie snot. Honey, we broke the kid. Uh, season 7, episode 11. Uh, from January 2nd of 1996. So we're in the new year on wings. Happy New Year, 1996 people. Yes. We're all looking forward to that presidential election between Bill Clinton and Bob Dole. Are we? <laughs> Bob Dole. I was. I couldn't I vote yet. No. Neither could I. Oh. I was just excited for it. Spoiler alert, Bill Clinton wins. Oh, yeah, by a, by a lot. By a lot. Do you think they'll address it on the show? Oh, I wonder if they will. What are we eating, Doug? We are eating Hellfire. Hot sauce, zombie snot. This Zom- is hotter than you think it's gonna be. Yeah, a little bit it's of a salsa verde. Before, and I was like, "Hey, this is uh, this has a little. It's, it's got a little, little, uh, little chutzpah, a little zest." Well, it's oh, um, no. Carolina Reaper. It keeps happening to, to us. Oh, it's Carolina <laughs> Reaper. Green habaneros, oh, roasted so- garlic, Granny Smith apples, tomatillos, cilantro, scallions, and lime juice. It is very green. Considered mild, but still packs a punch. This All is right. Mild. Fuck you. According, well, that's mild for their sauces. I mean, Carolina Reaper is like the last ingredient, so it's pretty spicy. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Did you try it yet? Yeah, it's a whole wing. It's not hot at all. What? No. No, it is like sitting on my tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little bit of heat there, but like no. Uh... Really? Huh. Weird. I can really taste the tomatillos, though. It is tasty. Yeah. Okay, so they, they broke a kid, right? Something. Mm-hmm. I think it's more. I think it's more apt to say that uh, Joe and Helen um, basically forced their own neuroses on the fucking child. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, there. It just comes out more every episode. Please don't have children. Just break up. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, in the cold open, Helen comes. No, wait. Is the cold Casey? open then? Was Helen? it Casey? Or no, was Casey, Casey was the cold open. It was Casey. Oh, no. You're right. Because it was Helen comes right into the office at the beginning. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, okay. So, Helen comes into the office to talk to Joe and says that they have friends who are looking for a babysitter for the weekend. As they go to Chicago. And, and it would be a great trial run for them to see how, like, having a kid would go if they watched this little girl, Emily, for the weekend. Um, and Joe is like, I don't have any experience with kids. And then Brian comes in and uh, Joe, fa- like, fathers him. Yeah, he couldn't find his flight case. He forgot his jacket. He needed 20 bucks. Yeah. And he was running in the terminal. Yeah. And he was running in the terminal when the floors were just waxed. And every little thing that that Joe does, he uh, he's like turning around to Helen and he's like, I just don't think we have experience. I don't know if we can do it. 
So. Very, then, very father-like. Yeah, what happens after that? Is that where Casey, like, comes running up and asking, telling Faye, that, oh, there's a celebrity on the flight. Yeah. Yeah. For the commercial, for the, um. The Islanders? Tor- yeah, yeah. Tourist Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where she works with the Three Stooges guy. Right, right. And we still don't know whether or not her slogan was just in Joe's dream or if it's real. Correct. Who's, um, who's the guy? What was his name? Deke. Uh, Deke Waterman? Deke. Uh, fuck. I keep trying to say Deke Diggler, but that's horribly incorrect. <laughs> wow. It's Deke something. And he's like... A... On IMDb, he's only listed as Deke. Mm. Yeah. So nobody remembers. Who's the guy that played him? Well, he was Austin Houston P.I. on the uh, show. Played by Clint Carmichael. That's a great name. Uh, that is um, a great name. What else was he in? Ugh. Oh boy, ninety nine things as an actor. Why? Fuck. <laughs> um, because Michelle, there's not that. much to fucking That's, talk that about. Is, that is true. <laughs> he made his debut in Santa Barbara as a bodyguard. Something show called Riptide. I remember Riptide. Um, he was in two episodes, in two different roles, on the A team as an aide and a worker. He was on the cool. Scarecrow and Mrs. King as a McLean's muffler shop employee. Well, wow, they're hitting like all the 80s sitcoms. He was on Brothers as a character called Ronaldo for one episode. He was a security guard on one episode of Hardcastle and McCormick. <laughs> he was he was I've he was a, he was a worker on an episode of Dynasty. No. He was a football player on an episode of Murder She Wrote. Oh. He was a guy named Ooh. Mark on an episode <laughs> of Magnum PI. Holy fuck. He was Smitty's man in the movie Operation Warzone, which has an insane poster starring Joe Spinell. Joe Spinell is Bridge ge- Bridge General George something or other. Brigadier General. Brigadier General, thank you. Uh, Operation Warzone, 1988, a squad of U.S. troops seek out a mysterious agent hiding out in the jungles of 1960s Vietnam who has classified documents that could win the war. Fuck. We gotta watch that. Starring Joe Spinell. This uh, man has a very generic face. He's a weightlifter in Munsters Today. He's a bar <laughs> fighter in Jungle Assault. He's deputy number five in Born Killer. He's a parole. He's 99 credits. It's gonna take a while. Yeah, this is, he's, our, this is our worst IMDb. He's very tall and just has like a very generic class of yeah. handsomeness to him. Right, like he's like a yeah. human guy smiling. He did an episode yeah. of Star Trek The Next Generation as an, I'm assuming, an alien race that I can't pronounce. Nausicaan, 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 I don't know. What do I know? Uh, Young and the Restless, Bold and Beautiful. That's where he looks like he's from. Melrose Place, Star Trek Voyager. Wow. Caroline in the City, Pacific Blue. Kirk Sexton on one episode of Pacific Blue. Nice. It's a great name. No stone got left unturned by this dude. So, uh, he's there. He's Handsome Husband on an episode of Girls Uh, Whisperer. And he is very handsome. (laughs) Uh, Officer Becker on an episode. This dude has never right, got I'm, anything beyond one episode. Holy shit. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's there. He played young Jackson Gibbs on NCIS. Who's that? Huh? Who's Jackson Gibbs? Jackson, isn't that, isn't that, what's his name? Oh, that's Jethro Gibbs. I don't know, maybe it was, uh. His brother? His brother or his dad or something. I don't fucking know. Uh, he's on an episode <laughs> of Reboot and Knight Rider from 2008. Whoa. Desperate Housewives is handsome man. <laughs> yeah. he, he clearly maintained his looks. That's that's like almost twenty years later. 
Um, Malibu Country. I don't know what that is. Couchers. Anybody? Okay. Oh. Okay. Are we Rizzolian done? Isles. Are Criminal we done? Minds. Oh, <laughs> I know that show. Bermuda Triangle revealed the Devil's Graveyard. This man's been working consistently yeah, for almost 40 I'll years. Give, give yeah. Um, Star Trek Renegades, big Star Trek guy. CSS Cyber, or CSI Cyber as it were. Castle as Brad Washington. <laughs> Michelle's going to kill you. Um, Agent Black in something called Zombay. When a suburban housewife discovers that her husband has become a zombie with an appetite for human flesh. I mean, that sounds interesting. Bay yeah. spelled how? Like B-A-E. B-A-E? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh. second build in that. So, there you <laughs> go. Um, he's the fire marshal and welcome to Chippendales. And he uses, oh my God, three episodes on the Lincoln Lincoln lawyer in 2023. He's finally shit. made it. Wow. He's finally, he he finally made it to an episode two. Episode three. Proud three episodes. Give, give... Good never give up. Credit. Never give up. Under never give up. Right. Never give up. Never Deep. surrender. Austin Houston PI. Stand not surrender. Yeah. Don't <laughs> That was the most interesting thing that happened in this episode. So yeah. Yeah. He walked. So he walked in, and um, Helen is like losing her shit. She literally jumps over the counter. Right. And runs up to him, and is just like, <laughs> yes. yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It was. Painful. Well, Antonio's very excited to see him also. Yes. 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 And Casey is obviously flirting with him. Uh, trying to pretend that she's playing it cool. Yeah. And he's giving her nothing. Right. Nothing. Uh, and why is he giving her nothing? Two women. Later. Two women, like, approach him in the airport and... Uh, Joe and Brian are talking, and Joe says something about how he must be able to get any woman he wants, and Brian says, essentially, well, he's gay. Yep. And he's like, how do you know that? And I don't know, because he reads magazines. Yeah, he did like an interview with some magazine. Yeah. And he said, I'm gay. Right. And he's like, he's pretty open about it, too. Yeah. Great. It, I mean, it, it, in 1996, I would imagine. Um, I miss that. That was a little less common. That Brian said that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's easy to forget a lot of shit that happened here. Yeah. <laughs> I miss that. I just thought that then, like, everything that happened, it was just obvious. Oh, okay. Um, no, it, it, the, the joke in this episode is that Casey just doesn't read magazines, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Antonio gives him a cab ride to his hotel. He's like, hey, listen, uh, I know some off-the-beaten-path stuff. Uh, spots I can show you around. He's like, yeah, absolutely. And they had a magical time. They did. They, did. they walk walk on the beach hand in hand. Well, not hand in hand, but they walk on the beach. They they uh, go for frozen yogurt. They have a great time. Uh, good old froyo. Yeah, and Antonio's showing them around. Uh, and can't so do that to me. That's kind of the the B plot. The A plot is obviously that Joe and Helen get this kid for the weekend. And hilarity. Emily. Emily, there you there go. go. All right. Played by. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you hoodwinking son of a bitch. Oh, you've been bamboozled. What a strange. If she's not in anything, could we forego this? <coughs> well, she doesn't even have a picture on, uh, on, IMDb. on IMDb. But she did play a little girl on an episode of Pacific Blue. Whoa. Connection. See? Same book. Bring it around. Um, 
Yeah, not much. She's she was Maddie's friend in Father of the Bride Part Two. Oh, Maddie's friend, and she was on Chicago. Hope. She only did seven things. Not a very good child actress. Oh, maybe she died. Shut up, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe wow. she just decided she wanted to stay in school. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to that kid from Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> All right, you're oh, she's a television anchor woman in Anchorage, Alaska. Oh shit! Oh, the most popular. Uh, she was so embarrassed of doing wings that uh-huh. she decided she was just going to go to Anchorage. I'm done with the lower 48. Fuck this. Does she have like a Twitter or anything? Because that'd be great to tweet. I'd be like, hey, holy shit, just watch you on wings. Looking it up. And then just immediately get blocked. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I've been running from that ghost a while. Um, this sauce is, does build up. It uh-huh. does. Yeah. Listen, yeah. my nose is running. I know. Yeah. That's how I felt. You're right. It's like staying on my tongue. Yes, um, it's up. tasty though. A bu- bunch good. of finger dabs, and all of a sudden, I'm like, "Whoa, yeah. there we are." Uh-huh. Um, yeah. yeah, so this little girl, like we kind of expected at first for this little girl to be terrible. Her parents drop her off. Instead, of course, we should have known Joe and Helen are terrible. Yes, exactly. They, oh god, don't have kids. Don't have kids, no. guys. They're, like they're so bad. Um. They're immediately just putting all of their insecurities and childhood traumas and everything onto this poor child who was adorable and lovely. Yes, she was. Is that not yeah. what parents do? I mean, uh, I don't. Is, but babysitters oh. generally don't do oh, that. Well. <laughs> Tatum, I, I think we've established you actually are a good parent. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Tatum, Tatum's a good parent. Uh, Joe and Helen would not be. They wouldn't be. <sighs> like, Helen is immediately telling this girl that she can't have, like, snack food because she's going to be fat. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And alone for the rest of her life. And alone yeah. for the rest of her life. Yeah, and nobody right. will take her to prom. She's, like, She has to go six. with her cousin Stewie. Yeah. Right. And then Ooh. Joe is just, like, neurotic about safety. Right. Which is what he is, right? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. And he's also neurotic about making her feel abandoned. So he won't even let her, like, he won't even go into the kitchen to make a snack. Mm-hmm. But, which also I don't understand why Helen and Joe need to make the snack together. A snack? That was not a snack. She wanted to put fruit, some Fresh cut veggies and nuts. L- oh nuts <laughs> and low fat cottage cheese. Yeah, that's a lot. Come on, yeah, it's weird. not something a six year old is going to eat. No, God no. Um, cottage cheese weirds weirds me the fuck out. Yeah, uh, yeah. I kind of agree with you. Yeah, I kind of like it. I understand some people like it. I just I can't get like. I, I can only look at it and like try to ascertain what the texture would be it's like. It's very like, good for you. Oh, I, I believe it. I know. I, I'm it. sure it is. I can't get past you looking know. at it. Yeah. It's like yeah, tapioca pudding. Michelle likes all that goofy shit. <laughs> I, I do, do like rice pudding. It's true. Rice pudding is tasty. Yeah. That's much better than cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. Cottage cheese is not a thing where you're like, this is fun to eat. It's like a thing that's functional. You're like, I need a healthy breakfast that has 70 calories. And you're like, I'll have some cottage cheese and I'll sprinkle cinnamon on there yeah. or something. You know? or you it is pineapple, not, chunks of pineapple. Right, you put some it. fruit in there. Yeah. Hmm. No shit. Yeah. Ew. Wow. 
even later when they were at the lunch counter uh, and Helen was making her lunch, she brought out like prunes. Yeah. And figs. And yeah, prunes, prunes and, figs. and figs. Yeah, and she even Come says like on. high fiber. Right. Yeah. Which we've yeah. never, we know that Helen has like the backstory of weight issues, but we've never seen her be like strict about eating before on the show. No. So she's just projecting onto this child. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And again, like this little girl says she has to go wash her hands when they're mm-hmm. at the airport. And Joe's like, we'll go with you. Instead of just letting her go yeah. to the bathroom, like yeah. they can see where it is. And yet, and she's like, well, usually my mom lets me go by myself. And they keep having to like go and talk. Sidebar. They keep saying sidebar and they <laughs> go and talk. Uh, so much so that this little girl is like sidebar. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, clearly this little which, girl hates them. Which is funny because we sort of like, uh, obviously not on the podcast, but have conversations about sort of when we were children, um, what we what we got away with or like what we were sort of tasked with doing. And she's, how old is this little girl? Six. Six. So like this is first or second grade. You know, like we talk about this all the time, like how, how it's different now, but like I was a latchkey kid from third grade on. So I'm like eight, a year older than her and I'm a latchkey 89. kid. So you were the same age as this girl in this... She was. She would have been yeah. born in like ninety. Yeah. Right. yeah, exactly. Sorry, I was just trying no, to figure right. that out. No. But yeah, same. Like I remember, in third grade, getting off the she's bus. She's actually born in eighty five, so she's a oh. year younger than me. But yeah, but, but, but playing, playing, yeah. playing. Yeah. playing. right? Playing, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't know. I was just. I, was, I think I was. I was more independent as a child, like because my mom was just like, just go do something, get the fuck away from me. Uh, me as well. We're kind of like cusps of we're like elder millennials, but also the youngest yeah. Gen Gen X. Yeah. Um. So we have that same kind of like I was very much I was raised in a small town though as well. I yeah. remember. Yeah, I guess it's a small in town. Third thing grade, matters. getting off the bus and being home by myself mm-hmm. until my parents got home. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know you. Like my when we would play with other kids in the yeah. neighborhood, our parents never knew where well, we were. That's the sort of the, like the meme these days. You see, I see it all the time. Is like, uh, oh, you think you think it's weird now? Uh, like, there used to be a thing you used to run on TV at ten o'clock asking parents where their yeah. they knew where their kids were. At, like, right? You know. Uh, but I remember in like first or second grade, my mom not showing up at the bus stop to pick me up and me directing the bus driver to my house. Yeah. Right. Wow. Uh, so like that was, so that's around this little girl's age. Yeah. <laughs> like Joe and Helen are just smothering yeah. her. I think around like second or third grade, probably third grade, I was not only getting myself off the bus, but I was going and getting my sister home from school and then like watching my sister who was like two to three years younger than me. Until my parents got home. Yeah. Or like my dad worked night shift. So a lot of times he'd be like sleeping. So he'd be there technically. But I was like, you know, watching Lindsay and kind of in charge. And then just understood that if something, there was an emergency, my mom would want me to go wake up my father. I would never have done that. I would have rather like gone to the neighbors. So you took Lindsay to the hospital of Rebelliake? I mean, come on. Seriously. Yeah. yeah like. That, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's... The little girl comes in and says she has a tummy ache. They take her to the hospital. Yeah. Did they Did they ever explain how they got bandages on their heads? They don't, right? Well, d- when they were um, 
when they were rushing to get ready, they mm-hmm. bumped each other's heads. Oh. Yeah, the, the old double noggin knocker. Well, yeah. How you band-aid? They Leading cut the it open? They, yeah, they were like they fully bandaged. Like, right. I mean, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> it... They busted each other hard way. They had an extra $4 to spend. Hands down, one of my least favorite episodes of this show. It was really I don't even know that they attempted a joke. The joke in this episode was that Antonio doesn't know that he's hanging out with a gay man. Like, that's the joke of this episode. And that they're basically, like, dating all weekend. Right, they went on a date and Antonio doesn't know. The joke of this episode is that Antonio should be uncomfortable with what his weekend was. But But because he doesn't know this man is gay, it's fine. Right. Right? Is that that's I guess that's the crux of it. There's no other joke. I will say though, like to its credit, because we never give wings we never get to the opportunity to give wings the credit for this. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like Deke's homosexuality was ever the butt of the joke. And I don't feel like I mean the joke is. I think it was supposed to be. Yeah, but but it's just not funny. The joke is kind of that Antonio didn't know that they were on a date, but it's not like funny because they were on a date. It's funny because Antonio doesn't realize like he's describing a date and he just doesn't realize it's a date. Right. Which could be a a heterosexual couple. And I feel like it would that could still be like the joke. You know what I mean? So like it didn't it didn't feel problematic. Yeah. Like, there wasn't, me. like, anybody in the airport be like, hey, you know he's gay, right? You know? Right, yeah. exactly. Like, nobody says yeah. it. Nobody, yeah, like, never fun. He never comes back around to, like, getting mad at him for anything. No. The closest they came to that was when uh, Joe and Brian are having the conversation about that, and he tells, the Brian tells Joe he's gay. And then Brian says, oh, yeah, and he's also a vegetarian. Yeah. And Joe does that thing where he looks at him and he's like, huh, funny, he doesn't look like a vegetarian. Wait, yeah. like, Which is as close or, yeah, as they came. Like, yeah. Hilarious joke, actually. That was the closest thing to a funny yeah. joke that they had on the show. Yeah, still not, like, funny, still not funny. Though. It's not that right. funny, but it was mm. kind of funny. But like, really, there's nothing that I would say inherently is problematic about like the way they don't treat him any differently because he's homosexual. They just meant it once mm-hmm. and like never again. Mm. And uh, and like no, nobody knows because they're not keeping up on their pop culture like Brian is. Brian doesn't tell Antonio and make him feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And then in the end of the episode, yeah. Antonio is like telling Deke, like, "Oh, I had a great time this weekend." Like, and he's like, "I'd love to see you again." And he's like, "I would love to see you again." And he's like, "Why don't you come out to LA to visit me someday?" And he's like, "That would be great. I would love that." And then Deke kisses him. On, on the but nose. But it's on the on nose, the which that is was really the, weird. That was the fucking weirdest part of this fucking show. And it was uncomfortably uh, long, too. It wasn't it just like was. a peck on the nose. So he was like open mouth kiss But Antonio like, <laughs> afterwards does wipe his Doug, mouth. Give me your nose, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe like, I don't know, maybe was that too edgy for like 1996 TV? And he goes, oh, you Hollywood people. Right. Yeah. yeah. He's, I mean, he's not even upset about it. Yeah. Okay, question for the table. Yeah. Has anyone here ever kissed anyone on the fucking nose? Uh, like, I don't know, maybe like my messing around with my nephews when they're babies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, which like that's heck, yeah. like yeah. almost like a cheek kiss. Yeah, you know, no, I've never been just been like, hey. Give me that nose. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, no. Certainly never, have yeah. not held it for five solid yeah, seconds like that. Yeah, I've never wrapped my lips around the person, like, yeah. Mm, I'm actually really into head. nose sucking, so everyone yeah. should be careful. Ew. Ew. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> everything that they say. Uh, 
There's just nothing nothing I like more than just uh, putting an entire nose in my mouth and just. You can't even finish it. Using the tip of my tongue to feel yeah. the nostrils. Yeah. So is that a thing? I don't know. Do you think somebody's into Did it? Did anybody ever blow a boogie in your mouth when you were doing it? <laughs> Not a boogie. Um, <laughs> other salty discharge. Uh, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I don't want to talk yes, about noses. That's gross. What's up, you fucking nose sucker? You okay? All right. Use your words. Chuck is not all right. Use, use your words. Fuck. Oh, man. Go ahead. You got it. Use you your words. He can't. I can't. He can't. I can't. Um, this episode is already terrible enough. Yeah. It's so, like, the weirdest part of that whole kiss, too, is that he's, like, holding the back of his head. Like, so it's, yeah. Like, it's, it, it would have been a passionate kiss. It's, it's, it's meant to be. Right. Yeah. It's meant to be a, an almost romantic kiss. Yeah, but the, and then Antonio's the just note. like, oh, you, you Hollywood people. You Hollywood yeah. type. Yeah. Yeah. And, like. I thought he was going to kiss him on the forehead for a second, yeah. but then he was like, yeah. oh, no, he was just going he low. He was going to kiss him on the mouth, Yeah, and that didn't happen. And the nose. It was very bizarre. I, yeah, I can't tell if it was like a, it's the 90s, we can't show two men kissing. Mm-hmm. No, it's 100%. Or if it, it was like supposed to be on the nose. I don't like, no. I don't know. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the on the no, kissing on the nose is an actual thing. Yeah, I but think like, it was were we supposed to the... think like it wasn't on the nose? Possibly, like he said when he walks away, Antonio does wipe his lips. Yeah. But yeah, well, oh, but like again, weird. Antonio is a hundred percent not offended by this. Right, doesn't care. He's just like, oh, you Hollywood people, still doesn't understand what's happening. Right, but they establish in the beginning of the episode that Antonio thinks this guy is a womanizer. And sort yeah. of talks about like you know so like I think the, what they were the because other because he finds we, him to be handsome right but I think only, the other thing they were going is for is that that Antonio is only okay with it because Antonio does not see anything him other than this like complete stud. But I think Antonio as uh, as a person like as a character mm-hmm. wouldn't be. I think that he would get uncomfortable because he wouldn't know how to act. But I don't yeah. think that he would be problematic about it yeah yeah he's not well, he's a little bit more like i mean yeah. he's supposed to be playing again tony shalhoub is from wisconsin sure. but he's like <laughs> european right? right so like he's a little bit more like open I love your and like a little bit sex. more um yeah it's just that but they do but they do sort of turn <laughs> over, over, over yeah and make casey the fool at the end though like, you know what I mean? Like, they don't ever try to make Antonio a fool for it. Mm-hmm. They make Casey the fool at the end where she's like, we're we're the same, you and I. And he, like, gives her the pat on the arm kind oh, of thing. Oh, because he thinks oh, that yeah. She's, yeah. she's telling him that she's a lesbian. Right. Yeah. right. right. And he was like, oh, I kind of had a feeling right. about you. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. she thinks they have a connection. Right. Yeah. 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 She's just a star fucker. This is when... Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> this is when I... What's her face? Emily's parents show back up. Yes. And she goes, run to the parents, mommy, daddy, mommy, daddy. And she's like, just get me the fuck away from these Pretty much, two yeah. Guys. Right. And then when she's leaving, she's like, I have to go say bye and runs to Brian. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. And just it gives uh, Joe and Helen a Because he's you. the kid. Yeah. 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 Well, and they had fun together. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was the only time that she was laughing as Joe and Helen were like, oh, yeah, she's just a really good kid. She's yeah. super chill. Yeah. She doesn't laugh. She doesn't carry on. She doesn't, you know, that's just not who she is. Mm-hmm. And then. 
I I will to add to to this piece of it as well. Every time she came back, the way that they spoke to her and were like, "Oh, hi, princess," mm-hmm. or like making her hold their hand everywhere. Whatever, it was weird, right? so uncomfortable. Yeah, a little weird. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Like I don't. It's really? Yeah. Well, they were both Who would ba- even parent that way, let alone babysit that right, way? They were both treating yeah. this as if babysitting is the same as parenting. Like this was their trial yeah. run. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. it's not. No. In theory, I don't know. I'm well, not it's parent, not. And if you're not I having any fun really. babysitting, yeah. if that's if this is how you're approaching babysitting, dear lord, don't have children. Yeah, because that's no. nope, ain't happening. Yeah. Right. Are we? Uh, are we ready to rate and? Uh, I think I've so, done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think we. There's no more meat on that bone. Yes. No. Um, I guess I'll kick it off. I'll give. Do uh, you have your sheet ready? Nope. I'm working right. on it. Okay, I'll wait. Sorry. But are we wait first the episode. Yep. How do I forget how this show works every time that we do it? Because there is no format really. The rules are made it's up, true. and the points That's don't true. matter. Yeah. Uh. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I'll go like a one point five. This episode sucked. There's just no. I don't know. Both storylines weren't really funny. And, uh, yeah, 1.5. That's where we're at with wings. Okay. Um, Tatum. I'll give it a 1.25. Only the 0.25 extra is for, like, Bud's one joke, which I think we forgot to talk about, but that's okay. Oh, yeah. That's that right, was a good joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I forgot all about yep. that. Wow. I forgot Bud was even on I, I sure yeah. said, yeah. He was, he was no on idea. for those literal two and a half seconds. Uh, yeah. Yep. I'm going to give this episode a two because, <clears throat> and here's why. Not because it was good. Not because it was entertaining. But because we have watched this show when it was extremely problematic mm-hmm. about... Um, homosexuality. It was just a really problematic, like way that it was treated. It was, um, it was not handled appropriately. Everybody would crack jokes, and it was at the always the butt of the joke. And in this episode, they don't. And so, like, yes, there is a through plot where, like, the joke is that Antonio doesn't realize he's on a date, but I don't know. They just don't like crack jokes at it, and so I think. That's actually pretty, like, progressive for Wings in 1996. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to give them a little bit of credit for that. Okay. Uh, I'm going to counterbalance you, too, with a .5. Whole thing sucked. Doug? <laughs> Whole thing sucked? <laughs> I'm pretty much, uh, I, if I had four hands, I'd give this episode four thumbs down. <laughs> one. And that's... and I get generous I, one. And Michelle actually talked me into that one. I was going to go lower, and I was like... Okay, yeah, I, I will give them a tiny bit of credit for being a little bit yeah. better with I, portrayal of homosexuality. I scrolled back briefly, and we buried when a man loves a donut. <laughs> um, yeah, and we buried Frank Lloyd wrong. Yeah, and she's got a hat. These are all within the last couple of months here. Yep, we're uh, in a rough like, stretch. And like the wedding was was ones and a point five. Yeah. Uh, this is to me just down there in the dumps with all with all of them. I agree. But it sucks because we had like three episodes that were mm-hmm. actually fucking funny. Sure yeah. Did. yeah, yeah, but that's that's sure very far in the yeah. rearview mirror now. Yep. Well, and the, unfortunately, the thing that makes them not funny is Joe and Helen. Brian yeah. was <laughs> the funny. stars of the show. Yeah, like yeah. Brian was decent in this mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Antonio was funny. We were talking about like when, he, when he's later, he's pretending to be the hunchback and she's chasing him. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. Faye yeah. was funny in this episode, and like they were all fine, but Joe and Helen 
bring it down. Yeah, they, mm. they suck the life out of the episode. They do. Um, <clears throat> oh, no, I oh. just <clears throat> So, all right. Hellfire Hot Sauce, Zombie Snot. Hellfirehotsauce.com. Uh, yeah, this is definitely as advertised as the Salsa Verde, mm-hmm. for sure. Hotter than I thought. I think that might be the general verdict around the table. Maybe not. Um, it's super tasty, so I'm going to go with uh, 3.25. Um, there's no fucking way I'd be able to do a dozen of these. I think I'd get murdered by then. Three is probably the good limit. So, uh, yeah, 3.25. This is very tasty. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Um, it does look like zombie snot as well. Sure does. Oh, we, think- we mentioned this is October. We're doing... We're going to do four uh, horror-ish themed sauces, so this is the first of that. Yeah. But four, dude, yeah, there are five Tuesdays in the month of October. Yeah, and? <laughs> but you said four sauces. I did. Dun, dun, right. dun. <laughs> Tune in. It's a mystery. <laughs> oh. that, five, that fifth week is optional. We'll see what happens. Yeah. We'll figure yeah. something out. Maybe we don't. All right. Maybe I, we do. I'll um, play your game. Yeah, I I really liked this. It was hotter than I expected, but not so crazy. Like you said, I couldn't eat uh, a lot of these, but I would definitely throw this in the rotation for like taco night. Mm-hmm. Um, I would use it on a lot of things. So I'm gonna say three point. I'm gonna go three point five. Sick. Um, yeah, I really liked this too. I think it was like it had a little bit of sweetness, which is probably from like the apples, which also like thicken it up a little. Um, it had it. It was like green, but it didn't taste too like relishy. Which I know some of the other like green hot sauces mm-hmm. that we've done are a little relishy, um, and I liked the heat for this. I'm gonna give it a three point seven five. I'm a generous scorer today. Um, yeah, this I think this is a, a, a relatively <coughs> successful salsa verde, uh, which I liked. Uh, if you like salsa verde, then this is probably for you. Uh, I got a, a little bit of heat, not a not a ton. Um, I was actually shocked by what you said. You, you can handle a dozen. I think this is an easy dozen. Um, That's my mouth. It's true. <laughs> um, and I mean, I guess that is true. You do have sort of, compared to Doug and I, a lower tolerance. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just didn't catch a ton of heat out of this. Uh, I was the for- first pour out of the bottle, so who knows? Um, but uh, but I did. Again but I did. I just I just did a dab. There's heat there, but it's not like a new. It's not killer. Did you pour out a little new one. No. Um, but uh, I like the bottle. I like this sauce. I thought it was good. Uh, successful spicy salsa verde. Uh, I will go three point. Seven five, Douglas. Uh, everybody else has said everything I'm thinking on this one. It yeah. was good, good flavor. Uh, I did a lot of finger dabs of it, so the heat really came up on that one, and I was I was feeling it, but good. Uh, this was a good time. Um, I'm with uh, y'all over on the other side of the table. I'm a three point seven five. Nice. This is a remarkably high scoring sauce for what? Yeah. I bought this mm-hmm. just because it's got a ridiculous label. It's yeah. a great label. So fuck it, but rock on. That's what it is. Hellfirehotsauce.com. Check it out. Uh, Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. Just like Tony Shalhoub. That's true. <laughs> uh, Michelle, do plugs. We'll get out of here. Uh, check us out on underscore wings on wings on Twitter and Instagram. Wings on wings podcast at gmail.com and uh, wings on wings dot podbean dot com. Uh, you can also find us on the soon to be named network at STBN network on 
Twitter, soon to be named network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com, uh, where you can find this and lots of other good podcasts like uh, We Need Wrestling, Britain DJ's other podcast. Yes, that's us. We did that. Um, At Odds with Wrestling, Longbox Heroes, uh, Final Wrestling Place, mm-hmm. and many more. And Check it out. Anymore. Uh, Doug, you're back this week. I am. Time to say something stupid. All right. Coming soon to the soon-to-be-named network, Taters with Tatum. <laughs> a biographical podcast about the life and times of Tatum while you explore the culinary applications of the potato. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.